y'all. Yes. Ladies is... and gentlemen, get ready to take a plunge into the delightful abyss of absurdity. Welcome to the Daily Dump with none other than the extraordinary presidential candidate themselves, Jasmine Sherman. This show is like the refreshing splash of reality we all need, served with a side of adult themes and language because, hey, who needs kid gloves when you're dealing with the world's problems? Broadcasting live from the whirlpool of chaos, we bring you the only candidate who knows how to tackle politics with a cheeky smile and a sprinkle of sarcasm. Jasmine Sherman, the individual who can turn a dumpster fire into a marvelous spectacle, is here to bring you the hottest news, the spiciest controversies, and the juiciest gossip that politics has to offer. Every Monday through Friday, we dive headfirst into the nonsense and nonsense-making decisions that take place on Capitol Hill. We explore the depths of political absurdity with our trusty guide, Jasmine, who believes that laughter is the best medicine even for a democracy on life support. And let's not forget the time slots. The Daily Dump airs at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific. We cover every corner of this great country because Jasmine's got something to say to all of you. It's like a synchronized national eye roll, but with a hint of admiration and a whole lot of sass. Now hold on to your hats, folks. Because Jasmine Sherman is about to tackle the issues that make you question your faith in humanity. From politicians with questionable hairstyles to policies that make you wonder if they're just making it up as they go, the Daily Dump has it all. So whether you're a political junkie looking for a good laugh or just someone who wants to feel better about their life choices, tune in to The Daily Dump with presidential candidate Jasmine Sherman. You'll laugh, you'll cry from laughing too hard. And you'll wonder why politics can't always be this entertaining. Good evening and welcome to the Daily Dump. I am your host, Jasmine Sherman. I am allowed to tell you that I am officially seeking the Green Party's nomination for president. Uh, of the United States. I am also allowed to tell you that the convention was the most eye-opening event into who the Green Party is, who the members are, and how they feel about today's America. It was it, it was it was it was an exciting event and I am glad that I took detailed notes of my experiences because I I just um people would not believe it. And and when people were like, well, what'd you think of Cornell West? He reminded me of like a really cute grandpa. Like that's just like you just you just remind you, like he's just gonna hand you some butterscotch. Like that's just nothing but positive vibes, you know? I that's what I have to say about it. Um like and, and then to me. There's two other candidates. Um, nothing but positive vibes again. I'm very excited to be pursuing this. Um, it, it's just, it's so crazy, right? And so like, I'm all flabbergasted and usually I wanna talk about something really funny and really, really great. But like, I'm, I'm doing something that people 
don't don't even understand there's so much nuance to it and I'm really proud of all of the people who worked through the convention with me I I have to admit um to have the convention and then to have the storms it, it's been a crazy week um so everybody thank you for being give us grace for like the days that we're not on we're either trying to catch up on sleep because these conventions last a long time and I know people are like well you did it digitally I don't know how to tell you this a digital convention is just as much work as a real life convention. Um, so I just really do want to say thank you to the people that were there with me for the event. It was it was life changing. Like, like Guinness needs to go ahead and start listing all the things that I'm doing because it's record breaking. Like I'm just so proud. Um yeah, I'm too moan horn. Okay, let me let somebody else introduce themselves. Goddamn. Okay, go ahead. Uh, happy time in my back. Oh. <laughs> Hi. I'm the happy Tyler. I'm up there looking like, who's the happy Tyler? Okay, that's me. Over. Hey, I'm no name Tyler today. I have no name. <laughs> Uh, I'm Alex, the diplomat, and I stole that Tyler's name. You really did. You really did, and I'm talking about it. <laughs> Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Everybody's coming after me today, and I didn't do anything. <laughs> but, but, uh, you, do a lot. you do a lot, yo. It's it's okay. Look, I, I'm 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 a step back because I am currently part of the minority in this room. <laughs> Hi, I'm Leah. I'm here. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kodiak. I'm the resident tree hugger. Hi. You guys just made me think of something so amazing. One, Nisha gets all that they deserve. That's how I'm, that's how I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna think about them. Uh, two. Gen Z is the last generation where white people are the majority. That's like, I thought it already happened, you know, like I, I thought it already happened. And I, and I guess the reason I thought it already happened was I was desensitized by, you know, um, South Park, that episode they made where the beige people came back. And so that's what it makes me think of. Like, I thought we'd already, like, so that's it. The Generation Alpha is is something, they're not, they're not white. How are you guys feeling about that, Takata? In case you couldn't interpret how I'm feeling about my dance. Um, hey. it, it, hopefully honestly just just real talk i really would like white people to do whatever they can to connect with their culture with their ancestors and recompense i know that shit is hard hold no up hold, hold, hold up hold up i'm sorry they can't reconnect with their ancestors their ancestors are shitty well i mean like <laughs> they but they have to recompense that because that energy is still there so you'll have people that is being nasty to you and they don't even know why is the energy of their ancestors. And if they can't recognize that, 
That's that's what I'm saying. So yeah, they're gonna have to, and they're gonna have to like reconcile and 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 make peace with that shit. I maybe maybe instead of going back, maybe they should just reset. <laughs> maybe they, you know, let's start fresh. <laughs> Because this is going to be a complicated relationship. I'm not sure if it works like that, if they can expel that energy somehow. I mean, unlearn so much, but it doesn't work like that because um, I don't know if y'all like know the study, but they did a like a legit study. It's factual. You can look it up. How black people are still um, has, has trauma and PTSD from slavery white people also have that too but they Mm -hmm. are it's a different form of trauma because it's abuse right right they gonna have to reconcile with that and come to terms with it and then reconnect with their culture because their culture like the culture they came from is still in existence and moved on without them when they assimilated but there's Mm -hmm. italian culture italian history french german it's, it's all still there I see. Okay, I get it. Yeah, okay. For, for people that were not understanding what Takata is trying, what is Takata and Nisha are discussing is white isn't a culture. White isn't a race. You can be Irish. You can be German. You could be Swedish. You could be Norwegian. But white is not a thing. You're not a white. You're, you know what I'm saying? You're something else. But to 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 gain access to privilege, your ancestors traded out being German or Italian or Norwegian for being white. Mm-hmm. You know, white people committed genocide. You know what I'm saying? White people oppress other people. You see, you see where we're going with this? Yeah. That's the issue By the white. way, Considering what we're talking about now and that I just brought up that I'm currently part of the minority in this room, I should have probably picked another color for, for my for, for my display image because I really did just show up with this image and then steal somebody else's name and now I owe them reparations. <laughs> I sincerely apologize for my intrusion. I mean, it, it is Hispanic people that are <laughs> the article's got it saying it's it's saying it's it's always weird to me the way they phrase it let me just so i'm not mucking it up it's supposed to be instead of identifying hispanic for instance respondents could check several of any origin categories so like there's something that they have an issue with in regards to the way they're going to count Hispanic individuals. Like Latino. Yeah, so that change when non-Hispanic white people will fall below half as a share of the overall U.S. population should come around 2045. Projections of the nation's demographic makeup, including age structure, race, ethnic composition, also showing that the fastest population growth is occurring amongst the older population while the youth population declines. They were trying to graft in Asians too. Asians, yeah. um, excuse me, <laughs> we don't think so. 
they definitely were trying to make forms to let Asians identify as white. Yeah, if I'm correct, the the the, the census at least in, at least in, in in Chicago and a lot of different um uh, like forms. Like when you get, get, go to get your ID, uh, I think it was over a decade ago, Puerto Rican used to be on, on on the list of things that you could identify as. That is no longer there. What? <laughs> it, yeah. And Puerto Rican, um, that uh, Puerto Rican, uh, uh, as well as uh, there was one other thing. That was, was it Hawaii? Yes, Hawaiian was also there. Now it's, it's Pacific Island. Islander. Yep. Yeah, they's like they they went and pulled 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 an Alex and just robbed the robbed their identity. Yeah, erasure like they they have to be, they need people to be assimilated and in, into their hierarchical structure. Right. So so the way they built that, I don't know if they did it consciously or not, but that contributes to the to the to the colorism that that was learned in Puerto Rico about that, that was, that became more part of the, 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 the culture in Puerto Rico, like be starting 40 to 30 years ago. It's like, now you've got a group of Puerto Ricans identifying as white, another group identifying as black, because there's no in-between. Is erasure, just like you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we should talk about the struggles that Nickelback faces, but we don't care, so we won't. Yes, we do, and honestly, I blame you because I read it, and somehow he got sick what? when and canceled your state. What? Wait, 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 wait. How you blame me? And being sick. Because somehow you like. They will blame a black person for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had a white person that was going to go with you anyway, so I'll blame them too. I was saying that you put it out in the atmosphere and the atmosphere heard you. Got him sick. Uh, and somehow canceled your state. I don't know, <laughs> man, but the atmosphere is, is more about climate change. I don't, I don't, the, the winds have been carrying things into places they shouldn't be. The atmosphere <laughs> is trying to cook us, Bestie. I don't think that <laughs> we should that was just... bend to the will of the atmosphere. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, Jasmine either coughed or sneezed the wind blew and took that sneeze to Chad and Chad got sick. But would they the got sneeze healthcare, even, No, let's think about it, though, because would the sneeze be able to last that long? Like, the germs in the sneeze? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. yes. The Saharan yes. Desert sands carry bacteria from all the way over from Africa all the way into, into the southern U.S. So, uh, yes, you too may be responsible for someone else's cold in another state. Damn, yeah, because there's water, there's moisture in the air, and as long as they can stay airborne or whatever, they, there's water and stuff that they can get out of the air. But like, Maybe. they got health healthcare though; they'll be fine. 
I just want to say y'all are proving my point. Thank no, you. no one's proving your point, fool. But <laughs> I'm going to take us to commercial. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the powerful storms that, you know, killed people. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, you take this moment of happiness that you have and ruin it. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is for me. <laughs> Leave me alone. Hey there, folks. Are you tired of the same old boring presidential campaigns? Well, let me introduce you to a breath of fresh air. The Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign. Now, I know what you're thinking. Another politician? Yay. But hold your excitement, my friends, because Jasmine Sherman is here to shake things up. We've got a fabulous line of campaign merchandise that'll make you look cooler than a polar bear in sunglasses. Check out our t-shirts and sweatshirts designed for both supporters and detractors. Yes, that's right. We embrace all opinions, even the ones that make us question our life choices. But wait, there's more. We've got merchandise that celebrates workers united and striking in all industries. Show your support with our limited edition picket sign coffee mugs and solidarity themed fanny packs. Because nothing says power to the people like accessorizing with a pinch of sass. Now here's the kicker. All funds raised from the merchandise go to pay our hardworking campaign staff. That's right, folks. You get to wear snazzy gear while helping us afford more office snacks and questionable campaign decisions. It's a win-win. So whether you're a true believer in the Jasmine Sherman movement or you're just looking for a conversation starter at your next awkward family gathering, head on over to our website and grab yourself some swag that'll make heads turn faster than a politician changing their stance on a controversial issue. Don't miss out on the opportunity to be part of history or at least have a great conversation piece. Jasmine Sherman for President 2024. Because sometimes you just need a little sarcasm and style in your political choices. We're back. Welcome back. Yo, not gonna lie. Sarcasm and style is literally this entire generation right now. Yo. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> So at the convention, there was a dust up over Twitter or X. Like there was this lady who was like, we should be not using that. And lady was like, what are you talking about? I do Twitter storms all the time. Oh, yes. Miss Ma'am called a text. I was like, I was like, this is the one technology this lady knows. <laughs> but like, I mean, what else are are we gonna use? We just gotta use the tools that are that that are available to get to get to the people who are also using them. It was funny. It was funny, you know, because I remember when the campaign, like we we all deactivated the the accounts the first time to boycott the purchase, and then it happened or whatever, and we went back, and then somebody and my whole I was just I think I was instigating a little bit because I was just like, I mean. You were salty that day, so that I was, was good. I was mad at everybody that day. It was a crazy situation that day. You were like optics. Oh, we had some passive-aggressive patties. Ooh, chow. Oh, my gosh. She was like, well, somebody do something. And somebody else was like, somebody else was like, what? You want my help? I was like, oh, so you tell me I can't defend a Black woman? Ain't no day ever, ever. I'm never gonna not. I mean, 
And it was like, hilarious. Yo, I knew it was a rap when I saw Jasmine type bad behavior. I was like, oh no. Oh, it sounds no. so messy. No, because this lady was tripping, yo. She yeah, was like, that's like, she was fucking with this other lady on purpose. And I was, she was like, is somebody going to say, I was like, no, ain't nobody seem to say nothing about your bad behavior because you keep attacking this one lady. <laughs> and then another black woman came and was like, yeah, cut it out. And I was like, okay, okay, Ooh. black women for the win every time. Come on. <laughs> Apparently, though, they blocked us like on five or six things, but it's all good. Dang. Hey, Hello. hey. That's funny. That's fine. No, that's that's no, its own filter. No, that's I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to stop my lips right there because I was going to say something. Say it. Unsayable. Nah, let's, let's move on. It, the <laughs> internet lasts forever. <laughs> okay. I'm sure if you were, so here's what I will say. If you have access to the event and they chose to share the chat, you could read it for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that was wild. Oh man, it was some fun. Fun, it was, listen, listen. Oh man, I'm just gonna say uh, we, we let people know we're running for president. We let know we're running for president. a lot of people know that. <laughs> and I, I I do want to say like you, Takata and Travis, and there could have been other people. I don't know who all stayed in there with you. Y'all did an amazing job staying the whole time because I bounced like two minutes after that one person <laughs> tried to speak you. <laughs> she was like, nope. <sighs> well, yeah. it was the time. Dang, I, she I was. You see, I, you think, here, I gotta wash it. So I, I gotta go. <laughs> I will say, I think, I think this was a good convention for us. It shows our skill set, we had great, I think we had a good time in the fact that like, we enjoyed our breaks. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know, I don't even really know what to say, except um, we have so much further to go. And But from my point of view, it also shows that you're so far ahead as well and you're not just you but also the team is like constantly thinking outside of the box to get your name out there so everybody uh-huh. is we're doing we're doing it because like i said the yes. parts that i did seen no one thought of it but we've been doing it for like over a year yeah i'm pretty proud I'm pretty proud of everyone that's here. Like everyone that comes and goes. Like this is this because this isn't easy. Like this is uh like and like let's be for real, right? If I had been working a real like a job, like a nine to five, I couldn't have done this at the drop of a hat. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they they're talking about 
where we're talking about filming the debates and shit, right? Like, I wouldn't just been able to drop, drop it and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna go do, like, it wouldn't have been a thing, right? Like, I had to make, like, so it's all, like, happening slowly and quickly. Okay, it's a guy. Yeah, I was gonna say, too, and, like, if some horrible, you know, knock on wood but if some horrible natural disaster happens and and people need help you know we can be showing up like not at the area but close by to provide food to sell food to to provide assistance and stuff like that so yeah if it happens at a drop of a dime gotta be ready to travel but the thing is jasmine has been doing that jasmine went to that wednesday to help that farmer like they were in the process. That is something I wish I, I, I was available for. Uh, for now, here. yeah, for now, I'm just gonna be happy that my nephew's involved in that kind of stuff farther, farther around the country, but he's out there building stuff. Um, <clears throat> we are supposed to talk about the weather though. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have our correspondent that's, that tells us where they are all the time in the Northeast. They told us in advance that there was a storm the last time we saw them, actually. Um, so we knew ahead of time um, more about their, their location. But powerful storms killed two people and left more than one million people without power. Um, also, uh happy and jasmine you were in the heart of it and how how did that go for you like y'all were in the middle of it literally i mean well i will say that storms are wet the thunder is loud and there's nothing crazy about it like you running in you running out I mean, it was pretty when you got a chance to look at it. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm glad y'all are safe. Sorry, not everything is a not everything is a Zora Neale Hurston. I mean, I wasn't expecting that. Like, but I, I, yeah, okay. It blew through. I, I missed it. But I was like kind of dealing with my own storm at the time. But yeah, I heard it. I heard it come through. You you was dealing with that live. Mm-hmm. This infamous live. What happened in this live? Oh, Takata was going off on black people. She called everybody out, including your mama. Oh, oh. wow. Everybody. Oh my. Kodiak, what did you do to get called out? Wait, me? They said everybody. They said everybody. So everybody black. I was talking specifically oh, oh. to black people. And yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Kodiak was like, wait a goddamn minute. Ooh, every single body in the black community I was trying to have a conversation with. Oh. Were they receptive? Is that why you was hollering? Um, well, the ones, the ones I've seen, they weren't. 
no, they didn't even understand what I was saying. Oh, so well. um, I had I had like I understood like okay, I got I got the energy out that I needed to, and then. Do you want to tell them why you were calling the black community out? Yes. No, that might be black people business. That might oh, not okay. be this. That might not be a thing. Well, yeah, it is black people business though, for real. But yeah. That might not be for this time and place. The people, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? They got other ways of letting us know what it was when it is. They'll oh. talk to us at a different time. Okay. I wanted to, to to add something to 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 the uh to the topic on on, on the tornadoes happening all, all over yonder. Uh it this be a great time for people to to find if there's any centers or groups that are trying to uh to help directly people fam families affected by by this. So. I don't know, man. If 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 anybody's in the, in the in the chat or 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 anybody watches this later, just reach out to them. Find out how you can help them directly. Please don't give your money to Megacorps. Yeah. Nope. So I feel like this is a good time to plug our campaign platform because mm -hmm. um, right now housing is being built very cheaply. It, it's time effective, but it's not resource effective because it keeps having to be rebuilt in not great places. It's made of materials that fall apart easier. Like we all deserve a safe place to live that is safe from storms. I think. And so mm, go ahead. I was going to say, I think we also discussed that I, I, I brought this up. And it, and it was, there are places that, that there's huge stretches of land that you can't get somewhere, you can't get to somewhere safe on time mm -hmm. because you could be on the road and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's why it's so dark out. You're already on, uh, on, on, the, on the road in your car headed probably straight to it, mm -hmm. right? Okay, so I remember us discussing if there were like things like concrete I don't know, maybe bunkers or whatever that you that on the side of the road that you could get to, like there would there would be proper authorities there to 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 uh to give access or or yeah, people of the community that can give access. Hey, come come on in. You need to get in right now. Right. To get away from um, from that. I also think there's there's just the fact that we don't warn people when storms are coming until they're mm -hmm. Like, if we know a storm is coming in a week, we should tell you as soon as that week starts, hey, there's a storm, you have a requirement to move. And it's possible to report beyond that 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 week. I mean, you can see it in the news in Puerto Rico. They can go farther than than forty days. It's a little it's a little more inaccurate, but they can they can predict farther than forty days. What I mean, like if we knew in a week and we knew who to move, we should just move them. Mm -hmm. like, those two people that died didn't have to die. Right. And the kid you know, being traumatized from being in a storm that didn't mm -hmm. occur. I'm sorry, Cody. And so often the justification is we don't want to cause people to panic, but really it's they don't want people to call out of work. Yes. They'd rather people risk their lives just to get a few extra hours in <laughs> than be safe. 
or that maybe was... alternatively you don't you don't feel like you have a choice like if I'm gonna live at all I need to work as much as I can it's yeah. like the like, system does not lend itself to keeping people safe you're right what do you think Leah I agree um that flash flood we had we had two deaths too my daughter is fine by the way just so you know <clears throat> because you were talking about whether she might need anything um we need to do better with the infrastructure uh, at this point we can't stop completely what's happening so we have to do as much preventative in infrastructure as possible also too we already have noah so we're not even using the technology we do have right now right to you know in an effective way no because we're selling it <laughs> yeah isn't that just the story of the u.s there is a lot that we have access to that we're not using on a widespread sale scale because it is more well, so profitable to gatekeep it right so with noah is being used but it's being used for profit um by like the weather.com and things like that i'm starting to get the idea that literally the the the, the foundation of the entire USA and and how capitalism works here is is just sticking middlemen wherever you can, even in front of other middlemen. And on that note, <laughs> I don't know which tragic thing to talk about next. <laughs> yeah, I have a question for you. Yeah, how does it feel to know that? Um, Ron DeSantis campaign is like up in shapes right now. I mean, so he all he did was let go of a campaign manager and he let go of some staff like the week before that, right? Like I get I get his frustration, right? I fire you in my head every day, Nisha. <laughs> what? Because she'd be surprised. She'd be bullying me. <laughs> um you two are too funny together nah i mean like in truth right i uh, i'd be like oh no please don't. yeah i don't know what to say because like he built if he has a plan and he thinks he can execute it without those people who am i to tell him how to run his his campaign you know what i'm saying like this is well like give me out give me out okay this i'm hearing one thing that that you do and you put so much of yourself and you spend so much energy with these people and if you if your vibe isn't what you need it to be you have to make it what you need to be i actually i don't i don't have any judgment on them for this because that is who he thinks is going to get him there because nobody does this like really does this if they're not trying to do this Okay, you answered my question. Okay. I'm disappointed in myself as well. <laughs> well, no, because I, I wanted to basically ask you about you see Ron DeSantis, like clearly more people know his name, like in America, than your name. And seeing him have like, I feel like so much turnover rate in his campaign. 
like how I wanted you to see like or ask like how do you feel about that and you answer the question like you don't fault him for like firing people that doesn't like align up to his ideas and yeah is that why he said he fired them the reason doesn't matter I was just wondering because it was my impression that he couldn't afford them I mean, that's still a thing, too. <laughs> Y'all. We'll know if he picks up a better campaign manager. Or what it was. <laughs> well, better I keep getting fired in somebody's head, so I might go over. It's I'm just, joking. You know, <laughs> you're going to put me back on the live. Hey, Tanisha, you're going to put me back on the live. <laughs> He's just going to be bullying me, man. Y'all. I'm seeing on 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 a page here. DeSantis has a boss of his own. I mean, if he's not going to be using that, can we can we just grab it and repaint it? You know, because we're all about recycling. You know, now the fumigation. Our bus already stinks all the time. Uh, I but hey, but we're effective at cleaning because that's that's what we do. Gonna have to do a clean, like a energy cleanse too, because yeah, cleaning with everything, special. including sage. <laughs> have to dismantle okay. the whole bus and put it back together. <laughs> I got some crystals we can be using. Gotcha. Oh, Lord, not crystals, y'all crazy. I will. I definitely have <laughs> essential oil somewhere on here. No, I mean, like in truth, right? I want to say this. I just want to run a fair race. My mm-hmm. big my hurdle right now is I have to beat Cornell West. I have to beat Davey. I have to beat Randy to get the Green Party nomination. So that that's a thing ahead of me, right? Like this is a primary thing. Gotta do it. <clears throat> that's my focus. Ron DeSantis has his own shit. And now I have my own barrel of shit that I gotta deal with in my own graceful way, right? We've got to blow the Green Party up because ballot access is key. We have to let people know that this is how they vote for me and consider maybe talking to Dr. West. I'm hating, but this is what we have to do. We have to let them know this is the way. We have a strategy. We have, you know what I'm saying? Like This is a very feasible thing. And the same way, we learn about all things. We can learn about this if everyone would talk about it. Um, and so, yeah, that's you know that's where we're at. People are talking about Ron DeSantis, but he's not saying anything that's meaningful for people to continue talking about him. He's not. He doesn't have substance. Hey, can I actually add? Uh... They, I, I remember mentioning once or twice that I, I do run into a particular in, in, my, in my close circle that very, very often is the hopeless type and says, and will try to say, no, uh, there's no point in voting because this and this and that is going to happen. And it's the truth. They claim it's the truth. But I, I guess what, what I'm trying to get across is that is that for the viewers, we are... Uh, for the viewers uh we are working our asses off on this side so y'all can have receipts when people doubt you and ask you about 
about the the this campaign you have you have, everything's on paper we did it it's there show them so they can't doubt you about what you're talking about my favorite story to think about when i think about there's like the apathy that i want to succumb to um is the story of the starfish on the beach so a lot of christians use this but i like to like convert it into an idea of just being kind in general um there's this little boy on the beach and he's walking down and he's finding starfish that are too far up the shore that will dry out if they're stuck there um so he throws them back in the water one at a time and then he does this every day and this guy sees him doing it and he's seen him do it a lot and he says why do you do it there's no possible way you can save all the starfish and the boy picks up a starfish and he says, no, but I can save this starfish. And he throws it out into the water. Mm-hmm. And I think any change is good change. Like any good change that we can do, like if we can do anything at all, that's what matters. Even if we don't reach this goal in our mind, we've still made a difference. Mm-hmm. I agree. I've never heard that story, but that's a sweet story. No, I've heard that story, but I've always heard about like the whole Christian. I like Kodiak's version better. I like it. That that is nice. Well, I guess we should talk about something terrible. Wait, do we need oh, no. to take a, a commercial break first? Okay, I was just gonna get straight into the terrible. They are. They are not trying to bring you down. Here we go. I mean, in that case, let's just go for it then. Let's just dive in. No, no, no. I, I'm doing too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's already here. Oh, man. You are funny. Here we go. Hey there, folks. Are you tired of the same old boring presidential campaigns? Well, let me introduce you to a breath of fresh air, the Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign. Now, I know what you're thinking, another politician, yay. But hold your excitement, my friends, because Jasmine Sherman is here to shake things up. We've got a fabulous line of campaign merchandise that'll make you look cooler than a polar bear in sunglasses. Check out our t-shirts and sweatshirts designed for both supporters and detractors. Yes, that's right. We embrace all opinions, even the ones that make us question our life choices. But wait, there's more. We've got merchandise that celebrates workers united and striking in all industries. Show your support with our limited edition picket sign coffee mugs and solidarity themed fanny packs. Because nothing says power to the people like accessorizing with a pinch of sass. Now here's the kicker. All funds raised from the merchandise go to pay our hardworking campaign staff. That's right, folks. You get to wear snazzy gear while helping us afford more office snacks and questionable campaign decisions. It's a win-win. So whether you're a true believer in the Jasmine Sherman movement or you're just looking for a conversation starter at your next awkward family gathering, head on to our website and grab yourself some swag that'll make heads turn faster than a politician changing their stance on a controversial issue. Don't miss out on the opportunity to be part of history or at least have a great conversation piece. Jasmine Sherman for President 2024, because sometimes you just need a little sarcasm and style in your political choices. 
we're back. Party is, is, is not over. Welcome back. Didn't get any clarity on this bad story to tell you. I mean, there ain't no trigger warning. So, are you crying? Don't cry. I no, mean, I'm not crying. <laughs> this Dang. man died under thousands of pounds of cheese. Yo, this was not the sad story I thought she was going to say, but okay, let's talk about the cheese guy. Is, is this serious right now? This sounds... And this no, sounds... like... An Italian cheese maker died on Sunday after being crushed by thousands of rounds of Grana Padano cheese. He, yeah, he died. Okay. On the, Go ahead. Yeah. On the humorous side, I mean, dying by cheese is about the most Italian thing you can do. Um, but on like the serious side, how was that cheese being stored that it just fell over and killed a man? You beat me to it because I was about to ask about what's their OSHA equivalent to uh, storing cheese. I mean, it would still be OSHA, but they're not in the U.S. So. Oh, okay. Today's episode of Minding My Business. Thin <laughs> corridors, floor to ceiling shelves with approximately 1,600 rounds per corridor. And so one of them collapsed. And it caused a domino effect. But like, yeah, this this is sad. And honestly, you know, that that's the loss. And, and I feel for his family. This just reminded me of that show that used to come on. I think it was a like thousand the way to die. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what? But while y'all know we... what? Y'all need help because that is funny as fuck. No, it's like freak tragic. Like, well, that show was funny. Okay, but I, uh, know, at the same... I, I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was kind of dumb. Like the the ways people that like that. It, most of the things on there could go under dumb ways to die. And <laughs> heard some really really dumb ways to die. Who put on the on the fourth of July put uh M80 on his head, like a really big huge firecracker on his head, wanted oh, to my... his head. Somebody this lady died by inserting a vegetable in her. Okay, and on to another story <laughs> tonight. I, we, may I just add yeah. one last thing? Please don't. I'm really afraid. I, I, I have no desire to to add on to the to the strange ways uh, that have, that people have perished due to their uh <laughs> to their selfish experiences. I Wait. just. I'm uh, sorry. You're afraid. afraid? E. Jasmine Sherman is afraid. <gasps> uh, it, that's not it I'm sex positive and so I oh, don't okay. have to kink shame anybody for their choices Understood. I just want to know how it happened I'm, I don't want to shame anybody I just want to know like did it go I'm not that okay. uh, may, may I? I yes you can continue I am so sorry 
I just wanted to just want to be nasty. Go ahead. Um, no, I just wanted to get across that while we're laughing at this, this is hap this is happening in in in, in different ways in, in uh in other warehouses. That's that's here in the US. So uh the same the like the same way that 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 this this could have been I don't know the uh, maybe it was it, it was all pure coincidence and it, it was tragic or it could have been oversight on, on on something and I strongly believe that our country will have will have to take uh, will will have to take example and 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 pay attention to to uh like regulation and company policies and uh, while while at, at work and actually actually making sure that inspectors are are going are going through through their stuff and and the company's not just having their employees go go five star mode when the inspectors are around that's all well the uvalde shooter's cousin arrested in san antonio for threatening to shoot a school wait they caught him before it happened yes i oh wow i think that's what justice is supposed to look like no that it never happened yeah um, he was I arrested mean... on felony charge of making terroristic threats to public and misdemeanor charge of making terroristic threats against a family member yikes we have to work on getting mental health care out for people like we need help they need help in general what do you, what do you think Takata um yeah with the universal health care policy we'll have that and I just ooh, my first thought honestly was to these people's family where now two of their family members are now in the news for that so that's like it's bad enough if you have one but like if you're really not like that but you're you you're in that family I'd be like nah I'm not coming to the cookout <laughs> I don't know what, what are y'all putting in the drink that was my first thought like right and I I I I see and hear that, and I guess my focus was was on on people actually spoke about it instead of instead of saying instead of saying my my boy my little boy wouldn't ever do something like that. They now that they know that it is absolutely one hundred percent possible that anyone in their circle can do something like that. They mm -hmm. actually got up and said so. Mm -hmm. My first thought was. Did the cousin show signs that he was going to do it? And how many family members ignored it until it happened? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. Someone else can talk. I don't know. They always have the same. I didn't know. That's what I hear in the news. Or oh, he was so quiet. I usually hear the same three, two, two excuses. Like we had no clue. 
or he was just always so quiet. <laughs> That's always what I hear. I think it's part of the cognitive di- dissonance, if, I, if I'm using that, that, that phrase correctly. Because, I mean, this, this is probably not, not an entirely related experience. But I remember when, once, once I had decided to, to just stop showing up in, 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 in church, my own mother well, it was like, that's, that's, not, that's not who you are. You're just lost. You're just lost. You just need to pray a little more and you'll just, you'll, you'll be able to figure, figure your, your, your way out. I know you can do it, but I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I want. So, so yeah, when we talk mental, mental health, uh, it's like, is anybody paying attention or are they, or are they painting a picture of who they, who they think that this, uh, this person is and have stuck with that image of them? I think it's maybe a little bit of both because like, especially I'm not a mom. So Jakarta, correct me if I'm wrong. You're a mom. Uh, Like when you see your children, even though they, they grow up, you still have like this image of this little kid playing in the dirt or a happy moment or something mm-hmm. and the kid is still is a grown-ass adult that's true but I also know like if I hear something I'll be like yeah that's one of mine because I pay attention and I don't let them just get away with shit like we have our conversations and stuff and it's like okay let's talk about this so like if you're just being if you're being real if like if you have this idea that you have like this perfect little angel that's where you're gonna fuck up um as a parent and you so, only do that because you didn't foster an environment where they can talk to you about the or be the, the real, real i think right. also we need to remember that sometimes the signs aren't universally known if we think about macho culture like or like toxic masculinity it's you know aggression getting snippy or something like that is a mental health concern but it might be reduced down to oh he's just being a guy yeah being withdrawn locked in your room for hours you know changing you know teenagers yeah all those things that they tell you to look out for and sometimes parents miss those signs and dis and interpret them as bad behavior. So mm-hmm. then if they finally, you know, just bad be oh, they're just acting out or whatever. So if they finally do snap because they haven't had the support they need, then it's like yeah. I like this is not like him. And then we go back to that image of the little the toddler playing and saying. It's like no. <laughs> this is so problematic. This just sounds like a, like my household twenty years ago. Oh god, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. We all need help. We all dysfunctional out here. Well, fair. <laughs> That's fair, but also like, because it just made me thought like the whole like parent raising like a a responsible like child and an independent child. You know what? Never mind. This topic is for a different podcast. This topic that I was about to bring up. But yeah, let's let's move on. What's next? So I'm gonna what? 
I think I was headed in the same direction you are. So I'm just going to take us into the direction about how Ohio ballot election sets the stage for a major abortion fight in November. Not going to lie, that was not the direction I thought you was going to take us in, but let's go. <laughs> I'm full of surprises tonight, y'all. Full of surprises. May I ask a question to, to, to try and establish something before we get into it? Yeah. What's the question? The question is, uh, there, there was, there was mention of, of passing state constitu constitutional amendments by a 60% vote instead of a simple majority. Is there any way, is there any easy way to, to summarize what is simple majority? Am I guessing right when I say if there's a 50-50, the tiebreaker is always going to be by someone who has who's already has made up their mind that is blue or red? Yes. Okay. Instead of being being someone outside of the entire issue, like the people that are being affected by it. Gotcha. Right. Question right. for you. Did I just like miss a whole conversation? I'm sorry, what? Your question. Did I just miss that? Like, did y'all talk about this before? No. I was oh. I, I was I was uh you know, I was researching and writing down down my rants, but uh in that I needed to to ask that question because I didn't understand what simple majority was. I had a good good guess, but I I, I just need a confirmation. But uh, oh yeah, you said you said that, and apparently, I I'm not too sure if I'm right or or wrong, but it sounds like a good idea. I can send you some articles after the show. Okay, cool. Because from my perspective, it sounds like a good idea. No more, no more uh tiebreakers being being made by someone that you absolutely know that it's going to go down a certain direction and no no more trying to trying to uh how do i put it deadlock a vote by not part for the sake of getting that 50 50 that they, that they want but they're they're using it to to make it impossible to like if you only have a narrow majority uh they're using it to block to gridlock the situation mm -hmm. okay okay I, I think i get it now because because oh, then then it, then i also rem remember remember the article that that we, that we reviewed uh saying that that uh there will the, the time period that that would be that they they call it a curing period but basically in 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 that period that everything's being being revised there can still be additional signatures and they're removing that and i'm like that could be a good thing that could be a bad thing because no more no more signatures sneaking in but that also means that anybody who 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 got their signature in late for any reason whatsoever that's not going to show up <sighs> But at the end, at the end of that, that, that the, the whole, uh, the whole change of, um, 
of how this functions probably isn't even about isn't even about how how things get voted and it's mostly about uh, 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 about abortion rights yeah that's what i was leading with what did you think about it takata well i would just like to talk directly to the people in ohio um if you are someone that is a firm believer in the reproductive rights of women I would just encourage you to stand strong, link arms with those who share similar beliefs and and don't don't take stuff sitting down. If you know, connect with anybody that you can and reach out. Send the bat signal and um don't fold. I know it's tough right now. Fascism is trying to take over. But if you are somebody that's standing firmly against it, I would encourage you to continue to stand strong. We're out here. We coming. I like it. That's how I feel about it. Well, then that makes me think of the Alabama Slamorama. Does anybody want to talk about it? Does anybody want? Can to we go? wait? No, don't say anybody. Can we let Takata go first, please? Takata <laughs> is like up here. I feel like they're about to fall out their fake chair that they're sitting in right now. <laughs> oh, I wanted it. If I could have found a folding chair, I promise you, I would have put it on screen. I found they it in the shed. I think. Dang it! I can't go out to the shed now. Listen, oh, there's so many parts. And he said, "Okay, so for anybody who doesn't know." If you haven't been on social media, this thing is like crazy viral right now. But if you don't know, um, there was a black gentleman who was a boat dock worker and he was asking these white people to please move their boat so the river boat could come and dock. And they were refusing. So he kindly and gently moved the boat out of the way, just pushed it along, retied it very. And they came down, they argued with him. And then attacked him. And then it wasn't just one-on-one. It initially was. And then they just all started pummeling him. And then the Black Avengers came. Like one boy, he jumped into the water off the riverboat. And he was like swimming. He was like, and he pulled himself up on the dock. He put like all the water weight. If you ever get out of the water in a pool, you know that like if you got clothes on, it pulls you down. He pulled himself about that water. I swear the ancestors carried him across that water. I don't care what nobody say. And he he was like jumping, and then like the people got off the boat, and yo, they had their shirt off already, and they were skipping. And if anybody doesn't know anything about like if you see a black person skipping towards you, you better run because it's not going to be good. And yo, it was. And then there was a chair involved, and then like the white women were trying to protect their men, and yo, black women for the win every time, and there was a body slam, y'all. Somebody picked another person up and was like, wham, slammed them on the ground. And I think it was that dude that was swimming. And any dude that was swimming, if you catch one part of the video, he's like, wah, 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 wah. he did like his arms. I don't know. He he had the he, yo. Word on the street is I see nobody with no chair. There well, was never seen that one. Oh, there, there was, was a chair. chair. I'll he send you the video. Yo, he oh. was dropping everybody. Oh. Ain't nobody 
seen nobody with no chair. We did it? Nah, we ain't seen nobody with no chair. Okay. Then I saw somebody. I didn't um, have my glasses on, so maybe I didn't. I saw it on the news. They're looking for somebody, male, 42, to turn themselves in for using a chair. And I swear, I ain't see no chair. Wait. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What chair? Okay. okay. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm, I have to be that one. So you're telling me, you're telling me that we didn't see nobody with a chair. But I know for a fact that the police didn't arrest that person with the chair. And somehow, like, that person may have escaped from the police. Like, oh, so you're telling me the... They're looking for a male, 42. I thought they I, had him arrested. They had him in custody, the one who did it. They did. But, so, but, no, but, but we didn't see nobody do it. That's what I'm saying. There's no witnesses. There's no witnesses. There is no witnesses. It's but just hearsay. Did y'all read the room? Can I finish what I'm about to say? Because I was going to say, why do we need police in the first place if they can't keep nobody? Oh, God. Oh, man. You said read the room. Oh, God. That hurt. Oh, yo. Okay. Can I just announce for anybody? This is my suggestion. I, I'm suggesting and I'm getting a consistent a consensus that, you know, this is going to be a holiday. August 5th is going to be a holiday. Doesn't have an official name yet. However, I moved. I thought it was chair day. Uh, there's so many names. We got Alabama Sweet Tea Day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all got to hear this though. Y'all do. Y'all have to hear me. I'm here 23 years old. One warrant for assault third degree, and Zachary Shipman, white male, 25 years old, uh, one warrant for assault, third degree. We have instructed those individuals to turn themselves into law enforcement, and as uh, at this time, uh, one is secured and in custody, the other two are set to turn themselves in within the next hour. We are also asking for Mr. Reggie Gray, the black male, 42 years old, who was seen wielding that folding chair to contact the Montgomery Police Department for further interviews and as part of this investigation. Okay. I don't remember anyone with a chair. Can I please just say why this is extra sweet to me? Um, with these white people, super racist. So much stuff is coming out. Some of the stuff that they've said about us is, is ridiculous. However, they own this shop called Vassar Mini Mart or something like that. Now oh, you went diving. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's all over. I'm telling you, I've been like, oh, I've been enjoying this. So, but the thing is when I found out that the store was Vassar Mini Mart, my ancestry goes back to Alabama. And so I've been trying to find like the connection because I found the plantation in Alabama that's got the Vassar name. So, and it's with an ER. So it's very possible that that family is the family that actually enslaved my my ancestors. So this is like a little bit more super sweet for me. Oh, and we can't forget the history. 
of that spot where that fight took. We can't we can't forget the history. That spot. Well, go ahead, tell them. That spot was a port. And they had they it was one of the largest ports in the South for uh slave shipments. And they had at one point they had so much, they had so many people that they built warehouses to store them like inventory in a deep in the depot. It's it's disgusting. So like on so many levels, and and oh get this, a couple of hours before this happened, I don't know, like 10 or 20 women. Black women had come with flowers to honor the ancestors and like throw them over the what like there's this whole like this is so kismet on so many different levels. Do you want to tell them the ship's name as well? Harriet. <laughs> I've been walking. Okay. And on that note, y'all. Wait, I had something to say, but Takata said everything I was going to say. But anyway, no, no, go ahead. my bad, my bad. Uh, the black community owed that man that was swimming, Aquaman, a new pair of shoes. That's all I got to say. Because he didn't take them off. He dove in the water. Yes, I said dove it without yeah. taking off his shoes. So the black community owed that man a new pair of shoes. Well, there's actually footage if you if you go deep enough you will find footage of him actually jumping from the, the dock jumping off the boat into the water there's footage of that too i guess white people gonna know we could swim oh that was but, i mean they should have known when we did it at the olympics but they don't be listening <laughs> i mean yeah all right well on that note Take it out. <laughs> now it's okay to end the show. Oh, yeah. And the folding chair not. was invented by a black person. Okay, now. Wait, what? What about? What about the folding chair was invented by a black person. <laughs> Good night, y'all. It's time to wrap up another thought-provoking episode of the Daily Dump Podcast. But before we go, I want to share some important information with you. Firstly, I want to bring your attention to an issue that deserves our utmost concern. Did you know that the United States has one of the highest numbers of missing persons in the world? According to the National Crime Information Center, in 2021 alone, a staggering 521,705 individuals were reported missing. Even more alarming is that 93,718 of them remain actively missing as we enter 2022. The reasons behind this high number are complex, but it's important to acknowledge that the United States large population and its law enforcement agency's dedication to finding missing individuals contribute to this statistic. We must continue to support efforts to locate and bring closure to those affected by these disappearances. If you have any information about a missing person or want to report someone missing, we encourage you to reach out to us. You can email us at official account at fatsocialist.com. We are here to listen, support, and share any relevant information with our community. Remember, your voice matters, and together we can make a difference. Stay connected with us on all our social media platforms for updates, discussions, and ways you can get involved. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and more. As we conclude, I want to remind you about another exciting initiative on the horizon. Jasmine Sherman for President 2024. 
With their dedication to progressive values and their vision for a brighter future, Jasmine Sherman is a candidate worth supporting. Check out their campaign website and social media channels to learn more about their policies and how you can contribute to their campaign. Thank you for tuning in to the Daily Dump podcast today. Stay informed, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay safe. Remember to love one another, cherish those around you, and let's continue to make this world a better place for everyone. Until next time. Peace, love, and hair grease. Vote Germany 2024. Hi, Bye. Great show, guys. Great show, everybody. I'm tired. All right. Okay, I got to go, go eat. To sleep. Go eat.